Right now, I'm still following a ruined destiny. But I am going to overwrite that. This world is still following the destiny of destruction. Even if we overwrite the memories of the Keyblade War, that won't change. I'm going to become the virus that overrides that reality! Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. I am Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. Uh, How are you, Joe? I am great, Wheels. Welcome back to NPR Presents Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast. Um, If you remember last time, we were talking about some Disney worlds no one gave a shit about. Oh, yeah. uh So instead, we're going to talk about that mobile game that no one gives a that, shit that about everyone's everyone's wild about everyone's just losing the mobile game that no one gives a shit about but is still technically more interesting than the disney world <laughs> i mean i i think i think union cross has one of my favorite kingdom hearts stories period it's just over almost I, I, 900 filler episodes <laughs> i actually i actually agree i just do want to also communicate that it's one of those games where the story like the reason kingdom hearts 3 is kind of boring for us to recap right now is because we're disney world don't matter recapping the right and it's like those are fun worlds to play in in the video game but they're not fun worlds just say watered down versions of frozen or whatever Mm -hmm. so yeah we're doing an unchained nope we're doing a union cross update Mm -hmm. and begin (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, does anyone fucking remember where we left off in Union Cross? Uh yeah. Um Lorium was talking to Elrena. Remember those two? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Lorium was talking to Elrena uh, asking her questions to try and figure out where uh Lorium's brother Strelitzia ended up and Elrena said something about, "Oh hey, I my Chirithi said he saw her uh talking to somebody and the somebody matches the description of the player and then lorium goes and yeah is gonna say like i'm gonna go talk to my other union leaders to see if anyone knows this mysterious player of the video game now we're gonna deal with that (laughs) remember how we waited months to see uh lorium go and ask that question hey do you remember sterlitzia the the exciting conclusion is no (laughs) <laughs> no they do not um oh it's probably also worth mentioning that we're uh again watching everglow and the, the translated japanese releases so it's a little bit ahead of the english releases we talked about that when we covered it last time but it's been a minute and i don't know if there's is there any other source for it is it just assumed at this point <laughs> uh yeah i think people got it figured out mm-hmm. uh as you mentioned um so ephemer approaches the player at a fountain and says Whoa. Did we do voices for uh Unicross characters? I don't last think time? we I guess we just dialogue. glossed over it. Yeah, so I guess We covered so much in those two episodes that we didn't really do any dialogue, but now we have dialogue written down. Uh Ephemer is going to sound like this, and he says, Hey, it's been a while. I've been really busy for a while. 
I haven't been able to come to see you, but it seems like you're still working hard as ever on your missions. Uh, the Chirithi speaks up. The players, That's the players, yeah. Chirithi. The, yeah. the players, Chirithi says, "Same to you, Ephemer. You've been you've been busy becoming a union leader, right?" Uh, well, I guess so. Chirithi says, "Scold too." Yeah, having her around is a huge help. What's got you out here, despite being so busy? Well, there's someone new who wants to meet. Player name. You know the five union leaders, right? Uh, and then Lorium approaches. Lorium slides in and says, well, I'm a, do you think he sounds like Marluxia, just like less imposing? <laughs> yeah, with just like a, 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 a bit friendlier. Nice. A little, nice. More, a little, more, a little more boo, a little less uh, Marluxia. <laughs> yeah. No, blue. Sorry, not boo. What's blues even sound like? They're completely different <laughs> tones of voice. I know. It's so wild to think that they are the same voice. Yeah, actor. it's not like Mac and Pence who are the same voice. Or every character that John DiMaggio right. plays, which is the same voice. Lorium comes in and says, Nice to meet you. I'm Lorium. I'm a union leader, same as Ephemer. I have something I wanted to ask you. Is that okay? Uh, we fade to and from black presumably this is where they ask lorium asks the question i don't know why it's like if, the, it's, if it's the as simple as hate no. <laughs> the, 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 presumably the conversation we miss here is hey i have a sister named strelitzia you know what happened to her nope shit anyway so we skip that very lengthy conversation and return to ephemer saying so you don't have a clue unless they're trying to later flash back to it and it be more than that because this is a Kingdom Hearts oh, I game. I love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I do, I do uh, love me some Kingdom Hearts. So who knows? Remember when that was that uh, conspicuous cut when Ephemer got the, the book of Union Leader Rules? And we're all like, ah, that's going to come back. I know it. Uh-huh. Uh, Lorium says, but there's something that I see clearly now. The rain is gone. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> say that last part. Uh, Ephemer agrees, and the player is like a little confused. But uh, Lorium says, well then. If you'll excuse me, I've got some other things to take care of. Uh, the cheery thief of the player says, You're both leaving already? Ephemer says, Nah, I'm going to spend the day with you. Uh, player name. They're best friends, Ephemer and player name. Uh, Lorium mm-hmm. says, Player name. Thank you for your time today. You probably don't know how important this is, but I want you to try and remember Strelitzia. Thank you. And then they leave. You probably don't realize how important this will be to the plot of Kingdom Hearts 4, but... You probably don't understand... No, I like just the thing of, you probably don't understand how important this is, but please remember my dead sister. Uh-huh. Okay! I know, I know you're busy uh, getting six-star medals or whatever, um, but my sister's dead. Or missing. Presumed dead. Not gr- uh-huh. It's bad. It's bad is what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So um, the, the player asks where, to Ephemer, where are we going? And Ephemer says, let's see. And then a mission happens. It doesn't matter. It's canonical. Uh, Lorium returns to talk to Elrena some more, and he sees her kind of sulking with her cheerthy and says, what's wrong? Uh, and Elrena says, ah, sorry for calling you out here. I don't know how to do a Lark scene voice without, like, all the sass. So y'all are just going to get fucking voice. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. What? What is this voice when it's just being nice to you? It's just a hey, voice. <laughs> nice outfit. Like you, you look can't. great. You Sorry, I couldn't find your dead sister. I really appreciate all the work you do. <laughs> what? Uh, what he uh, says. Uh, no, it's all right. Thanks to you guys, 
we've finally made some progress. Orina says, I'm glad to hear that. Actually, there's something else we realized. After we last spoke, I tried going to that house. We had a flashback of that happening. I think we saw this previously, maybe. We see her walk into the house and we don't see any. Uh, like, it just okay. cuts there. Now I guess we see the rest of that scene. Uh-huh. Um, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, the Chirithi says they have a bad feeling about what's going to happen. I love Star Wars. Yeah, and then El- Elraine says, don't get cocky, and it's uh-huh. weird, because that's not even the next line uh-huh. in I- Star Wars. <laughs> fucking Gula shows up and says, kill your past, or whatever. It's great. <laughs> brain, brain starts giving you a lecture about how parsecs are actually a unit of space, a unit of distance, not a unit of time. Uh-huh. It's wonderful. Uh, but no one's there, and they even though they feel like someone's there, and they say, like, hey who's there and then nothing happens but they see a sort of like vision hologram looking thing it's like a glitchy digital version of what eventually looks like strelitzia walking out of the house um like when she died um which i have just started to i'm just gonna call this strelitzia oh that's good and uh fucking that's the end of it like uh and then they go back to her telling uh, Lorium, which I want to point out, I was watching this at 1.5 speed, and Lorium running in was fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, he goes in there shouting for Strelitzia. Uh, Elrina goes in and says that she tried, uh, she says, we tried going in and out several times, but she wouldn't appear again. And then the Chirithi finishes that thought with, also, I remembered something else. <laughs> Another <laughs> flashback. From uh, the last time that uh, they talked to... Hope you like Cheerithies! Yeah, Cheerithy v. Cheerithy. Uh, do you want to be Elrena's Cheerithy, or do you want to be Strelitzia's Cheerithy in this flashback? I'll be Elrena's. Uh, Hit it! They're sitting on a rooftop. Elrena's Cheerithy says, Someone she's interested in but doesn't know his name? That's right. Why is she joining the Dandelions? Hmm, I can't really say yet. But Strelitzia probably wants to save that p- person from the battle that's to come. Oh, and then the Chirithi notices uh, the player and Scald entering the house and kind of gets distracted. Yeah, is that at the end of Unchained, like when they're, when they're talking to Gula or something? Is that right? So it, it, it's got to be, I was thinking, so it has to be before Strelitzia disappears, obviously, because the so context of the conversation. Board, yeah. Right, so that would make sense, uh, what you're implying. Um, so after the Chirithi notices the player and Scald entering the house, uh, Strelitzia's Chirithi continues, Sorry, I've got to hurry back to Strelitzia. Yeah, and so, then poofs so, away. So presumably that was right before the bell rings. And snap back to reality. Oh, there goes the gravity. Uh, Lorium in the ha- house in the present says, From the battle that's to come. He definitely said that, right? Chirithi says, Yes. Uh, Elrina says, Like what Master Ava said during her speech, right? But that battle never ended up happening. So that's strange. Because they don't remember that it happened. Right. Lorium, however, does. Because Lorium is one of the union leaders. One of the five people who actually still remember the events of the Keyblade War. Um, Mm -hmm. And Lorium thinks to himself, So, Strelitzia was sure the Keyblade War is about to happen. Why? I have a question. Why, Uh Why would... All right. I... Uh-huh. Every time I have uh, Unchained or Union Cross theories, I always, I get to somewhere I think's really good, and then I remember, oh shit, one of these guys is a fucking imposter that murdered Strelitzia? How did they uh-huh. remember? How do they remember it? 
Like, what's the... Uh, presumably, they took the book. Didn't The Union Strelitz Leader book? Yet. And they were just like, oh, okay, something was supposed to happen. And then they do the... I guess if they do the erasing and they just show up, it's kind of vague, the timeline, because we see all of them meeting while the players like do presumably the union leader book fill, can fill them in enough right of events probably. like it's not the book of prophecies but it's like mm-hmm. but presumably has enough information that they can fake it till they make it yeah unless strelitzia had the book of prophecies in which case they do have both right well that, that would make sense I, I i have some fucking things to talk about when we get uh through through more of this but i just uh-huh. that came to me and i was like i guess i don't know the logistics of how they got out of the dying world anyways Oh, we're gonna get some dying world logistics later, and that's we not sure gonna help. Are. You got that right. Uh, so Lorian remembers a con. <laughs> so many fucking flashbacks. Uh, Lorian remembers a conversation between the union leaders in the tower, and Brain says, "I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm tempted to just make a fucking sound <laughs> like Zigbar. <laughs> uh huh. It is funny. Uh huh. Um, but for the sake of not doing that, because <laughs> it might be a bad idea." Uh, I'll just do a voice. And your sister, who was unsure to... That's like, that's like calm down, Zigbar. And your sister, who was unsure to join the Dandelions at first, probably decided to join them and wanted that person to do the same. Ain't it curious? Got it. Curious? Good one. <laughs> Thanks. Uh-huh. It's just like the way you said it made it sound like you were saying a catchphrase. Yeah. He is just saying, isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh... We snap back to reality. Up oh, there goes gravity. Lorium is still thinking to himself, does Brain know more? Uh, so back at the Union Leader Tower, now in the present, again, uh, Brain um, is like reading a book over at what I think is like the Master of Masters desk or whatever. Uh, Ventus and Skull are reading a bunch of other books on the big round table. Brain looks over and says, what's wrong, Vin? Hey, so do Union Leaders do anything? <laughs> I mean, Mistakes. granted, I have a biased perspective because I've not played the video game. I've just watched the story parts. Well, there's but, um, you don't see him do anything else in the game. <laughs> so Otherwise, maybe. it would be story. Uh huh. That's true. I, that's just you know I'm, what I'm just saying is it might be time to get out the guillotine again, as we so uh, often do uh, on this uh, podcast. Uh, Ven replies, "Oh, it's just you've been reading that book this whole time, so I was wondering if you were researching something." Uh, Scold says, yeah, here I thought Ephemer was bubbling over with curiosity, but you're even worse, Brain. Brain says, I have a goal. This is the fucking wildest shit, maybe in all of Kingdom uh-huh. Hearts. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Vinta says, what? And Scold says, a goal? Right now, I'm still following a ruined destiny. Scold, understandably, says, what? But I am going to overwrite that. This world is still following the destiny of destruction. Even if we overwrite the memories of the Keyblade War, that won't change. I'm going to become the virus that overwrites that reality! Cool, dude. <laughs> it's not... Presumably he doesn't say it like a villainous monologue. I Presumably he just like says one. those words like it's fine. You know... I think I'm going to become the virus that overwrites that reality. I thought you were just going to say, you know, I think I'm going to become a villain. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Um, (laughs) Okay, brain, cool. Um, (laughs) And and no one thinks, like, you don't see Ventus be like, 
That was fucking weird, right? <laughs> all right, all right, brain. See you next D and D night. <laughs> oh, that big round table would be so fucking good for tabletop. Oh, I know. And you go Don't even get one me of those. started on the games of fiasco I'd play on that thing. <laughs> Anyways, oh, that'd be cool. That happens, and we all have to deal with what brain just said. Uh, <laughs> we cut back to Ephemer hanging out with player name here, uh, and they're just they're just hanging out. They're friends. Union leaders apparently just. Do whatever they want. <laughs> they fucking kick it. Yeah, Ephraim's on vacation mode. Uh, and he says, man, it's been a while since I could kick back and relax. He literally says kick back. He says, thanks, player name. It's important to do this once in a while. Don't burn out. Give yourself room to breathe. I'm talking to you, <laughs> Wheels and Joe. They're watching this right now. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Chirithi, the player's Chirithi says, we know you're busy, but come hang out with us again, Ephemer. Ephemer says, yeah. They don't see it, but another one of those sort of data specters like Striglitzia appears mm-hmm. above them briefly. Uh, and then we cut back to the Union Leader Tower. I, it's UL, but seeing the capital U as an abbreviation, my brain just goes to unversed. Like, every time. Unlursed! <laughs> <laughs> Unlursed! Uh, Ventus is there. <laughs> uh, it's Ventus and Skull. Ventus says, what Brain said earlier, what do you think? It's fucking Skull weird, sa- right? <laughs> <laughs> Skull says... Brain is pretty smart, so I think he goes into detail on a lot of things more than us. <laughs> but if the dandelions are failed, are fated to go to ruin, then I don't understand why we're allowed to avoid why we were allowed to avoid the Keyblade War. Ventus says, "Yeah, that's true. We should talk to Ephemer about it, right?" Of course, I plan to. But and she gestures to the fact that no one's there. <laughs> yeah, Ventus says everyone's running really late. Hmm. And then a, spect- a data specter of the union leader, Ava, appears, and Skald says, What? Master Ava? Uh, do we, we replay a scene that we've seen before, but without, like... Like, I don't think the what's missing matters of what their sentence is. I think it's just no. to represent that, like, it's cutting in and out. Um, but it's the scene where the Master of Masters gives her the sheet of paper and says, like, Hey, these are the new union leaders. And she's like, why is one circled? And he's like, uh, they get the Book of Prophecy, bada bing. Um, they also, uh, I don't know if this was included in the original scene, because it seems new to me. I might just be forgetting. But the Master of Masters also says, yeah, it's, uh, I'm filling in the blanks. Yeah, it's great, don't you think? Oh, it's also needed to shape the world into what it's supposed to be. Or supposed to something that starts with the letter B. It's probably yeah. B. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, and then the apparitions both disappear, and Skuld says, what was that? Uh, Ventus says, Brain should still be in the tower, right? Yeah, he should be headed to the control room. Uh, Ventus says, I'll go get him. And he leaves. Uh, we get to Brain in, uh, well, I guess I was calling the control room, and then I realized later it is, like, the room that is next to the control room. Yeah. Oops. Uh, anyway, he's in sort of the clockworky part of the mm-hmm. tower. Uh, and he says, so it's begun <laughs> uh, because there's like electricity zapping between the gears on the clockwork. Yeah, like um, it's, it's that same effect, but it's on like a physical thing that's sort of phasing in and out. That's cool. No big deal. Let's check in. I love when my I love when my world's fake. Don't it always seem to go? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, right now, if you told me that a significant portion of my world was fake, I would be like, well, I, I guess I just hope it's the things that are causing my, me immense stress in my life. If those things were fake, hell yeah. 
guess guess it could be worse. Um, <laughs> let's cut back to Ephemer and the player at the fountain. Ephemer says, "All right, I should be heading back." Uh, Chirithi points up to, uh, above the tower where there is a massive data specter cloud and says, "What's that?" Ephemer says, "Let's go," and then they do a mission to get to the tower. Um, and when they get there, they're fighting these things that look a lot like the bugs in Recoded. Everyone's favorite game. It's extremely plot important. Yeah, the two the two uh games that everyone <laughs> We're has played. Kingdom Hearts Union Cross and Kingdom Hearts Coded. I mean, all right, they are probably my two favorite contained stories. Um, and then third God, would such be a lot. Like, I do like the stories of actually. I I for certain do not like the story of Recoded as much as you do. Oh, certainly, no, uh, one it's does. fine. Um, we cut to uh Van in the control room after uh Ephemer and the player fight some of the bugs and some Heartless as well. Uh, and. Mm-hmm. They're called block noises. We'll learn that in a in a grip. Mm-hmm. But that's there you go. But otherwise, they look like uh, creature versions of those block. Yeah, they they have like bugs mouths, <laughs> which didn't seem weird to say until I did, and I was like, oh wait a minute, I don't want to talk about this thing's mouth. <laughs> Ventus uh, referring to the sort of fizzing fizzling in and out Digital of teeth. the clockwork s- says, "What's that?" Then he says, Brain, where are you? Uh, they fight off the Heartless and the block noises. Actually, it might just be Heartless. Um, and the Cheerthy says, I can't believe we've come all the way in here. Because, uh, oh, yeah, because there's like a, oh, no, this is at the bottom of the tower. And then Ephemer says, it's an emergency. It can't be helped. And I trust you, player name. So it's fine. Let's hurry onward. And then they go up to the clockwork room. Ventus is there, and he has a keyblade. and looks a little different than you might expect. Uh, does he? I didn't notice. It's all right. This was a huge deal when the, and it came out. I didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's funny because I didn't know what everyone was tweeting about was the name of a keyblade. So I thought it was like attention. something extremely fucking bizarre. Because everyone was just like, "Why does Ventus have missing ache?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck are you people talking about? Is he already split in half? <laughs> what?" Um. So Ventus has a keyblade called Missing Ache. Which you can unlock in three five eight as like Roxas can oh, unlock okay. it. That does that does sound like a three five eight weapon name. Yeah, um, and it's like a secret. It's like you unlock it from doing like a bunch of extra shit, hmm. and he's using the fully upgraded version. So it's like I remember a lot of people were making jokes because Ventus is like, I'm not really that. I don't really do anything. I'm not that great. And then he has like this overpowered weapon from another video game. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyways, who knows what the fuck that means? Uh, but he has it. He is holding it in reverse grip, so he still does that. Um, and then they, they, yeah, they fight the heartless and uh, bugs up there. Uh, Ephemer says, "Ventus, so you're here too." I was in the round table room, but there was a sudden apparition of Master Ava. Ephemer, ignoring this, says, "This is my friend." Oh right, says Ventus. <laughs> Ephemer says, "So what happened next?" I thought it would be a good idea to ask Brain about it. Uh, Ephemer says, Brain's in the, in, in the control room? I was going to say the next room, but he's in the control room. Uh, Ventus says, yeah, and then from off screen, one of the dark, uh, there's a Darkling, which, if you don't recall, Darklings are Keyblade wielders that fall to darkness in uh, Union Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Darkling off screen just says, wrong! <laughs> <laughs> I made it up. 
the, uh, they fight, the player wins. Yeah, great. Um, more bugs appear and then disappear. Ephemer <laughs> uh, says, something is wrong in the control room. Something's wrong with the G-Diffuser. <laughs> uh, my favorite Dragon Ball character, Vegeta-Fuser. <laughs> uh, Ventus says, I wonder if Brain is all right. Ephemer uh, says, let's go. And then uh, Chirithi's like, is it okay if player name goes with? Because player name isn't a union leader. And everyone's like, it's fine. Just Fuck don't, be, don't be a snitch. <laughs> if you don't, no one will fucking know what happens. Uh, so they go in. Are you a union leader? You have to tell me if you're a union <laughs> leader. It's entrapment. <laughs> uh, they go in the room. Ephemer uh, and Ventus simultaneously say brain. And brain says, Ephemer Ventus, who's this? Ephemer uh, says, uh, my friend, player name. Anyway, what's going on? It's gotten bad outside. Yeah, this fucking paragraph. All right, I'm going to be stopping and starting in this for sure. Um, this is the rest of the episode. Uh, uh-huh. Brain says... Let me fix some typos just ahead oh, yeah, of you. So That's not yeah. distracting at all. Uh, Brain says, <laughs> well, for now, there shouldn't be anything trying to get in, but so since your friend is here and this world is already complicated enough, I'll put it simply. Th- uh-huh. <laughs> No, I wish you actually did put it simply, Brain. Not this bullshit this, you're this about to say. This is the simple version, apparently. He says, In the world before the Keyblade War, that which is a... You're already dropping bombs on the player character for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'll put it simply. In the world before the apocalypse... They developed a world from the future inside the Book of Prophecies. All right. So that's actually... A thing that we knew. They used the uh-huh. the Book of Prophecies to sort of go through portals into what worlds hadn't become yet. Um, it kind of confirms that, because I don't know if it was put so clearly before. Uh, Brain continues, in this world called Daybreak Town. Or, yeah, he says, that happened in this world called Daybreak Town. It will appear just by opening this picture book here. This is a quote-unquote future world, but it doesn't mean that it was created out of a world that doesn't exist. So even without the Book of Prophecies, Daybreak Town would still exist alongside that world. In that case, this town would look like a world from the past. Got it? <laughs> no. So okay, let me just let's. This is this is a this is a um, conversation though. Let's get this memorized before we continue. That's the name so, of the show. Brain is brain is making the implication that all of the worlds that they went to in the Book of Prophecies had a present that existed. Mm-hmm. And it was way before the quote-unquote future worlds that the player went to on quests. So, so like, not, so what he, essentially what he's saying is you wouldn't have been able to go to any of those worlds if they didn't already exist. You wouldn't be able to go to the future of those worlds if the present of those worlds didn't exist. Yeah. Is that all he's saying? Ba- basically. Cool, basically, I do know how time works. Basically what he's saying is, hey, there was one big capital W world uh, Keyblade wielders needed to go to other uh, okay. parts of it, but they were really far away. So they made uh, portals to pro- they projected what their future would be like. So presumably, if you walked far enough from Daybreak Town, you would eventually hit Agrabah, but like way before Aladdin happens, ba- right. more or less. Okay. There, um, yeah. This is kind of complicated with uh, Enchanted Dominion because they explicitly said that that was never projected. And it's right. so Maleficent couldn't time travel through it. That's kind of an outlier. There's going to be another outlier in a minute. Um, but uh, that's roughly what he's saying. He's actually using books on the table in the cutscene to like 
as a visual aid. <laughs> yeah, he has all these books next to each other, and then he separates them for after the Keyblade War. That's what he means when he says uh, this picture book is a future world or whatever. He's just using it as a visual yeah, aid. He's not yeah. saying that picture books are how the projections happened before. I mean, if you could jump into a book in Kingdom Hearts and be in a different world, what are we even doing here? Oh, Ventus says, what? I can too. Uh, so, okay, so the other implication that Brain is making is that the Daybreak Town is a future world? Um, I don't think so. In, in the world before he says, the so even, War, they developed he says, so the even, He says, so even without the Book of Prophecies, Daybreak Town would still exist alongside that world. In that case, this town would look a lot like a world from the past. Hold on. I'm, I need to read this like six times. <laughs> uh-huh okay i think what he's saying is those so those separate worlds your agrabah would still exist alongside daybreak town but it would look like the past version of it because it is the present version but you are used to the future <laughs> i don't know if my I, words make sense but i'm saying them i think it is like from what he's saying just from reading this and maybe that's where the error is is the implication that i'm getting is in error but um, it does seem to imply to me that da- that the daybreak town that they're in is a future world. He says this is a future world, but it doesn't mean that it was created out of a world that doesn't exist. Okay, hold on. Wait, I'm brain getting blast. it, I think. I, <laughs> brain, the man brain is blasting. <laughs> so they are in... We already know they're in the sec. They're in like a new version of Daybreak Town, right? Because Ephemer had to remake it because had to like make a copy of it because of the Keyblade the, War. They're about to question whether or not they are in it, but yes, right. Or well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh huh. Did Ephemer made the real Daybreak Town, right? Like a a real new Daybreak Town. Because Ephemer made a new Daybreak Town. I don't think we know. Whether it was real or data. I think I think what is implied is that it's real, because they seem surprised that they would be in the data one now. Right. So I think, um, I think so, so, when the world was ended, they made a new Daybury town somehow. Or maybe they Oh god. God So fuck. so here's here's what so here, uh, here okay. Please please talk This is the fucking to. weirdest episode of this podcast we've ever done. Okay, so here, here's what here's my proposal. Yes, they believe that world their daybreak town was about to end. Mm-hmm. So, Ava asked Ephemer, "Hey, make a new daybreak town." And Ephemer said, "Yep, sweet, got it. I did it." And everyone and all the dandelions went to that. The union leaders being the only ones that remember the past world. Yeah, that's what they believe. They believe it's a completely real world. And they believe that Ephemer did it by using the Book of Prophecies, presumably. So they well, I thought probably Ava, believe. I thought Ava made the world for them, and then Ephemer, she was like, "Sure, whatever. I don't. I don't. Regardless, causality is not important." <laughs> re- what they believe is that the Book of Prophecies was used to create this new world. So that's essentially the same mechanism by which they go to all the Disney worlds. So what Brain is saying here is this new version of Daybreak Town that that we're in is the same as all those other future worlds that we went to. It's a future world made from the Book of Prophecies. I don't think that's what he's saying. I do. <laughs> I don't, like, I, all right, well, that's I think the podcast, that's what he's saying. And then, because, because, then he's, because then he says, 
So even without the Book of Prophecies, Daybreak Town would still exist alongside that world. In that case, this town would look a lot like a world from the past, because he's saying that this is a future projection of Daybreak Town, so there should out there be a present projection of Daybreak Town. But he's saying it would exist without the Book of Prophecies. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Maybe it's worth revisiting this one. Oh, certainly. Officially translated? Yeah, we can start from this this section of of quests um, with the official translation next time we come back to Union Cross. But yeah, because he's like, without the Book of Prophecies, Daybreak Town would still exist. And then this town would look like a world from the past. And and then Ventus asks, what, really? Can we reach that world? What world? Brain says, well, finding it wasn't that easy. Since the world has continued to spread out further and further, and in the world after the Keyblade War, all of those connected worlds became shattered. That was also written in the Book of Prophecies. So even without it, we could develop this future world by creating, a di- by creating data of all these worlds. You knew that already, yeah? Ephemer says, yeah, and yeah, so what do you, we, we do know this as well, that like, now they use data worlds to do the quests and not the future projections. Um, it's right. just now that he's putting it in this complicated context. Sure, yeah, they can't travel between worlds. They ain't got the gummy yet. Brain continues, in other words, before the Keyblade War, all Dandelion members, including us, moved from the real Daybreak Town to the data world in the same way and went to the future world that was developed through the data. Oh, okay. Okay, so they think... Okay, I was wrong before, but I think I understand... I've given up on knowing what is and isn't true. I think I understand the, the mainstream belief of the union leaders. The union leaders believe that, that when the world was about to end through the Keyblade War, they made a data version of Daybreak Town that they all escaped oh, into. Oh, God, hold on. No, keep going. I take it back. Keep going. <laughs> And then, in that data world, they believe that they used the Book of Prophecies within that data world. Uh, they were just using that data world as like a temporary safe haven. And once things calmed down, then they used the Book of Prophecies to project the future of Daybreak Town and then go into that so that they're not stuck in data anymore. That's what they believe. That's what they and brain is about to and brain is about to question what if we never went to the future world and we're still in the data or what if they're in the future of the data is where my brain was going, which is also a question. I was thinking if they went into the data world, does that mean that daybreak town is different on the outside? Like if they go back to the quote unquote real daybreak town, is it like dilapidated? The real from daybreak the, t- from the Keyblade I mean, War. Yeah, the world the. Keyboard war happened like right there. Yeah, cool. Well, I I want I wish I knew where the fucking Keyblade graveyard was. They met in, like that poses a million fucking questions for me. Right, because what world yeah. are you in? I'd like yeah. to know. Yep. I think they would too, though. For what it's worth, uh, I think what I just said is probably right in terms of like what they believe happened and what could possibly be an alternative thing. Sure. <laughs> oh, I mean, it sounds, yeah, it sounds p- potentially right. I don't know if it's just we haven't seen any of it, but I guess there's a lot of things Ephemer we haven't seen. Ephemer says, yeah, I'm still following you. Uh, about to unfollow Brain on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Brain says, so here's the issue. This is the issue. None of this other stuff was issues. 
this no. is issue. We're, we're all on the same page until right now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine Braid explaining this and then we're Ephemer and Ventus like, hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> and we're like figuring it out amongst <laughs> ourselves. Uh, Brain says. <laughs> like counting things <laughs> on our fingers. Exactly. Uh, so Brain says, here's the issue. The Daybreak Town we are in right now. Is it real? Data? Which one? Ephemer says, hmm, if you think about it the easy way, it's the real one, right? Brain says, right? But our situation right now is not easy at all. Ventus says, huh? Do you mean in the data world? Brain says, if the problem was in there, that'd, be f- that'd still be fine. But things like those block noises, if this really is the real world, then data world anomalies like that shouldn't be happening here. Ephemer says, why? I mentioned it at the start. A world existing within the real world means that there is an entrance, a portal that has been developed to reach said world. However, it seems like this world has been connected to a world that doesn't exist in time. Ephemer says my exact reaction, what? How? (laughs) And Brain says, who knows? We we don't even know if it was something planned in advance, which is a fucking heavy sentiment. We we don't even know if it was something planned in advance. Who is writing this game? We don't even know if it was something planned in advance or if Nomura is just making shit up as he goes. God. Brain says, anyway, if we don't do some more research about this world connected to ours, we won't find any clues. Ephemer says, you're right. Brain says, for the time being, since that world is connected to ours, it is causing some issues here. It seems impossible to completely cut off the connection. So I tried to stabilize it for now, but we probably won't go anywhere without researching more about that world firsthand. I just realized that I think maybe a lot of this is a red herring. For a reason we'll get to at the very, very, very end. Yeah. It It could go either way, is the thing. Ventus says, huh, are we going there? Brain says, exactly. Ephemer says, all right, then I'll go. Uh, Ventus says, huh, and then Brain says, I figured you'd say that. If our leader suddenly up and vanished over there, we'd, be all, we'd all be in trouble. Wouldn't it be better to send out somebody from the Dandelions? That's part of their job, right? The player's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> and Chirithi and Ephemer at the same time say, it's way too dangerous. Brain says, what do you think? The player says, I'll go. Uh, FMR and the Cheerthy collectively say, what? Brain says it'll be fine. If we secure a route for them, that should allow them to come and go easily. If we do that, it should allow them to connect with other members. FMR says, that's all the more reason I should go too. And then they say the player's name. And then Brain says, all right, then I'll secure a route for the two of you. Must be nice to have friends. I'm jealous. God, same. I'm jealous. If something bad happens, come back right away, okay? They make a he portal. makes the portal. Uh, he says, it's a bit unstable. You better hurry. They go through and they find themselves in a corridor. Yeah, it looks Chirithi like a says, bunch of pipes. Uh, Chirithi says, I wonder if this is already part of the new world? Uh, they fight some Heartless. They run into a Darkling. The Darkling says, you are different. Uh, then they fight and they win. Uh, they deci- the, the Darkling survives, so they decide to chase after it. And they they do, and they go come out of the corridor, and they find themselves in the game grid from Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like what is it, Game Corner or something? Yeah, I love Pokemon. Fucking all right, yeah. So there's <laughs> so there's a couple different <laughs> things. 
All right, my favorite possible reading of this is, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is a video game, so you can go to it in the Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, <laughs> now Sora's, or fucking Ephemer's gonna go hang out with Sonic the Hedgehog. But also, it's like, well, if it's a data world, is it connected because it's digital? Is, is data Union Cross a game? <laughs> uh, right, right. Or is it just a Disney world? Because it's a Disney property. Yeah, and the other, I think the other reading so yeah there there are sort of two possibilities implied by this what you're implying which is that the reason these two are connected is because all data worlds in record realm are connected through the you know mm -hmm. but this would this would also be the first one to ever or the first disney property to ever interact with kingdom hearts in a different ooh, no i should count the hundred acre wood book like monstro and yeah, yeah. um uh, there is no rules. anyway i yelled about a boat for like three years I should know better. Yeah. Uh, so that's one implication is that it's just that is that brain's hypothesis is correct and they are in a data world and that is exemplified by the fact that they are connected to the internet of data worlds essentially which is Wreck-It Ralph. Uh -huh. Yeah, someone the hacker. The se the second is that this is kind of all a red herring and the reason there are like data bugs happening in Daybreak Town isn't because Daybreak the Daybreak Town they're in isn't the real one. But it's just because somehow it got connected to Wreck-It Ralph and bugs are escaping. Mm -hmm. But that would be the through Wreck-It Ralph. Be the, that would be the first time something like that happened. But I guess that no matter what, that's true. No matter what, it's not. It it's not the first time something like that has happened because the Tron Heartless escaped the Tron world. Oh yeah, fuck you got me. Damn, you good. You got that fucking yeah. I know Kingdom Hearts. Got Heart. that Kingdom Hearts two knowledge, which I have none of. Uh huh. So, but I think probably what you're saying is probably more it's likely. I just think it would be really funny if it oh, was yeah. like, just kidding. Just, we just wanted to have just kidding, Ralph. It's a Disney world. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So brain says, uh, and he could be wrong if this is a red herring brain says that they've been connected to a world that doesn't exist in this time. world has been connected it, 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 uh -huh. to a world that doesn't exist in time. Hey, Re hey, Ralph. Hey, Ralph, what are you doing in Kingdom Hearts 3? Hey, buddy. Hey, 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 uh... Hey, 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 Ralph, how's your time? Ralph, um... You gotta, do you have a watch on that unhumanly large <laughs> wrist? He also looks weird in that game. I, don't, I didn't do any of the summons other than fucking... Or, actually, wait, all the summons kind of look weird except for Meow Well, right? That's correct. They are... Sleepy boy oh, theory confirmed. God, God, God. <laughs> the train goes backwards in Twilight Town. <laughs> Therefore, Sleepy Boy confirmed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where are you on the internet? I can't keep doing this. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I want, I want to. I, I have a theory. I have a yeah, game theory. The problem is whenever I, I think, all right, so I, I'm like, I have this really solid theory about who. Of like how brain fits into everything, uh, going forward that is we can't talk about till the end of Kingdom Hearts three. Um, and then we saw Ephemer and Scold get the book. Lorium probably didn't kill his sister. Does that mean Ventus did, or what? <laughs> Ugh. That's uh, that's that's what's on my mind right now. Um, that but that's just a theory of game three. Uh, Wheels, where are you on the internet? 
Twitter.com slash the Travis W and a podcast called Very Random Encounters where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. As of when you're hearing this, we are partway through our fellowship season. It's been a blast to run the first few sessions of. I'm really excited to see where it goes, and I hope you enjoy it. It's called Very Random Encounters. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J-O, uh, and I make a bunch of other podcasts. This week I'll talk about uh, 294 Note Streak, which is where my friend Riley and I uh, did take a bracket of every song in Guitar Heroes 1 through 5, and we use that bracket to figure out which is the best of all time. Um, when you're hearing this, the most recent episode has wheels on it, because I'm just determined to drag them into every stupid project I have. Uh, and that was... <laughs> Riley and I got stuck on a really hard question and said, let's just make wheels decide. And then when wheels decided, <laughs> Riley still didn't want to agree with it. <laughs> So you can go find that 294 note streak uh, and that like this show is hosted on the Orange Groves podcast network and you can find more shows on that network and learn how to support it at theorangegroves.com. Our intro theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Dead courtesy of Game Chops. Um, you can use you can go to our Twitter account for the show Memorize Cast and look at the pinned tweet to find a link to our Discord server. And uh, a link to our Patreon. You can get episodes early or the full season of Interstitial if you're listening to our um, side show actual play crossover thing. None of those words are in the right order. Um, but y'all know about Interstitial probably. Is that it? Is that everything? All oh, that's in the show notes too. Um, and our email address, memorizedcast.gmail.com. So that was quests 856 through... <laughs> Fucking, I don't remember the last number. I didn't actually plan for this joke. That was uh, our third part of our coverage of, of Union Cross. Next week, we'll be back to, um... Let me check my notes here. I feel like crabs. <laughs> Got, Got it. it. Memorize. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.